Hey bitches, welcome back to another episode of Violent Femme. Happy Sunday, I'm sitting on my bed, not doing shit per usual. And we just hit 3k on Spotify, which is fucking crazy. When I started this podcast, it was just my mother who listened, so (laughs) I've made it. I can quit, I've made it. Not really, so anyways, let's get into what we're going to talk about today. I've been cruising through my notes and I was like, what am I not really focused on let's just go out and say it relationships okay what a big ass topic right now I feel like there's so many avenues to this whether it's relationship statuses types of relationships whatever so we're just gonna go through the whole thing so number one you can be in your single era you're like fucking it up whether you're like in the game or not if you know what I mean by in the game um you're just living it up. You don't have a fuck to give. You're out with your girlfriends. You're like, yeah, fuck this shit. I'm out. Let's go. We love that era. We love that. And then I feel like we've got the talking stage. You're hanging out with somebody and you're texting, but you're probably texting different people at the same time. Maybe they're just your sneaky link, but, like, then they initiate, they want something more. It's a very weird, I don't like the whole talking stage. In my opinion, I feel like it's, like, you hang out, you go on a couple of dates, you know, you establish feelings, then you just date. Like, what's this whole, like, in-between talking thing? When was this invented? I don't fucking like it at all. Because I feel like it doesn't establish a relationship, so you're still, like, hooking out with other people, but like, what the fuck is a talking stage? And I've even been in one. I don't even know what the fuck it is. So next we've got the situationships, which I feel like kind of ties into the talking stage maybe. But I feel like situationships are more of just like sneaky links gone fucking wrong. Whoever, you're just, you're hanging out with somebody and maybe you thought it was going somewhere or maybe they thought it was going somewhere and it just turns to absolute fucking shit like it doesn't go well at all and either your friends hate them their friends hate you it's a whole fucking thing you have to start avoiding them if you live near each other it's just not like i personally think that if you are having a sneaky link you need to fucking have a sit down conversation and be like look This is where this is going and nowhere fucking else. If you change your mind, you let me know so I can get on a bus and fucking leave. Then I feel like we've just got relationships. Those are difficult because I feel like now we have to take all those steps to get to a relationship. Why can't we just like meet someone, go on dates, like hang out in each other's friend groups, establish we like each other and then just start dating? Why the fuck do we have to go to the through the Pavlov 7 hierarchy of needs stepladder to get to a fucking relationship? I can't even find someone, though. That's the real tricky part, okay? Let's backtrack a little bit, shall we? Where do we even find people to start the stepladder? So how do you guys actually get people to talk to you? And how do you talk to people? I think that's my issue because I'll like be like, oh my god, I'm so fucking single. I don't speak to anyone. I don't have any dating apps. I don't even fucking try. Like, I just, <laughs> I don't. 
but let's move forward. We're, we're at relationships, right? I think relationships can be very difficult because a person is, it's inevitable for a person to change, right? So you could get into a relationship with somebody and they're great. And then all of a sudden, a little bit down the line, they change. And it's really hard because you're kind of like, well, you know, for better or for worse, or you just got into a relationship with a person and now they're not the same. And it's such a hard decision to make, whether to stay with them, see how it goes, whether to break it off, but then you feel bad. It's a really fucking difficult situation. And I feel like Obviously, I'm not the best to give advice here, but I think that the best thing is communication. And if that person is not going to communicate with you directly or they are going to constantly blame you and gaslight you and manipulate you into thinking that you're wrong, you need to take that as a fucking sign and pack your bags. Now, I'm not saying this for every situation because every situation is very different I mean you can be married with five kids you know that's just fucking hard I mean but if you're in your 20s or in high school or something where it's you are able to leave a situation and that is what they are giving they are giving you manipulation when you're trying to talk to them even though you have good times with them you need to remember the bad times because those are the ones that are sticking out the most. Yes, at the beginning of the relationship, it was great. They make you happy in some situations. But at the end of the day, they are gaslighting you, making you feel like shit, and making you feel like you're wrong in the relationship when you're not. And it's extremely toxic. Now, what's the worst thing about a toxic relationship is those bad things are always covered by the good things. Even if you're just in a talking stage, situationship, relationship, whatever, it's so hard to see through to the bad because maybe you've been with this person for so long or maybe they helped you through something you went through that was super hard on you or this person's just been with you forever and it's just fucking hard to leave. Now, this is the part that's just so difficult because it's something that's so personal to people that nobody else can make that decision for them. I mean, I could sit here and preach all day. Don't take toxicity from relationships. Don't do it to yourself. But at the end of the day, it's you who has to make that decision for yourself, whether it's to talk to them again or just get the fuck out. Now, it took me a while to realize that you have to be completely okay with yourself to get into a relationship. Now, I think there's I think there's two sides to really getting into a relationship because all in all, I think it's better for you to be content with yourself before you get into a relationship in case something were to go AWOL, you're kind of cool by yourself you're like okay this shit is not making me better I have to get out but on the other side there's that we were both at a bad place we were both at a bad place we both helped each other through it and that's where our relationship stems from now one part of that 
is can be bad but I think another part of that is if you truly grow with somebody and are there for them at their worst they're going to be there for you at your worst and if they're not well they're just a piece of shit so I think that there's so many different types of ways people get into those relationships now me personally I just haven't had really good luck in relationships to where Whenever I've been at an all-time low, I just wasn't with somebody that handled that very well. Now, I'm in my 20s. I'm in, freshly in my 20s. And I think relationships now are a little bit different than they were when I was in high school. In high school, I craved a relationship. And it wasn't because I craved love. It was because I craved attention. I wanted to be in a relationship to show others, like, yeah, I have the best boyfriend ever. I have the best relationship posting, all this stuff. Like, it wasn't even for me. I mean, a part of it, I wanted that love and attention. But mostly, I just was doing it for others. And I never had a really super successful relationship doing that. Now, I thought it was the end of I thought it was the end of the world if I didn't have a relationship in high school and if the guy I liked didn't like me back because I was like oh this is the end of the world look back four years later I'm like that's the dumbest shit I have ever done because number one ugly number two not even my type number three I was an attention whore and now that I'm here in the present I realized that but at the time I didn't I was like, this is the end of the world. Nobody likes me. I'm going to die alone. I was 15. <laughs> okay, 15. And saying the whole phrase, I was only 15, you're only 25. You're only 32. You're only 45. The whole aspect around being young has so shrunk. Like, you don't have to have your life figured out at 20 or 27 or 35. I feel like there's this immense pressure to figure out your life, be in a relationship, get married, have kids at like the age of 22. You may see all these TikTokers or people in your hometown getting married at the age of 22, having kids, whatever. Yeah, the rest of the world is 32, still trying to go on a date. You don't have to get all of your life together, get married, put down a house payment by the age of 23. That's, you really just don't have to do that. And let's move back to the whole relationship thing. Let's say you got into a very serious relationship and then you're in your 20s or your 30s or whatever and it ends. And you've been with this person. It was a very serious relationship. I mean, how do you move on? That's personal to everyone. But you have to remember that it's not the end for you. Because that relationship ended for a reason. And you will find somebody who is going to accompany your needs and more. And that's going to treat you better or do better than your last relationship did. Now, there's always the inevitable of, well, what if I never find someone? Yeah, I say that to myself every single day. I get it and I feel that. 
But at the end of the day, it really is just our lives. And I'm trying to be really content with myself to be alone. But I don't need to worry about my past relationships or if I'm ever going to find somebody who really likes me because I'm so young. And even if you're in your 30s or 40s and you just lost a relationship, that doesn't mean that you have to live alone forever. Because while searching for somebody that truly cares for you, you can find that love in yourself and in your friends too. Because I feel like that's really helped me a lot, is finding love through other kinds of things in a relationship. And then when you become fully content with yourself and with your friends, there's going to be somebody who comes along the way. And I don't want to sit here and give false hope, but I really think it's true. If you're listening to this and you're going through something in a relationship that's really hard, just know that you know what the right choice is and you know what's best for you. You just have to do it. Nobody else can tell you what to do or what not to do. And if you are in a very unhealthy relationship and you are able to leave, you should take that chance and find someone new. Because there's no sense of you making your life miserable if you could be free. So that's just really my two cents on the whole relationship type of shit. And it's just a really hard topic for some people. And it's so personal to others. But I love you guys. And I'm so thankful that you're listening. You can you can subscribe if you want. You don't have to, though. It's all love here. But happy Sunday, everyone. And thanks for listening to another episode of Violent Femme. Woohoo!